Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast, presented by the University of Maryland Sports Business Society. So hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode from the Maryland Sports Business Conference. Today, we are joined by Brandon Gassaway. Um, we're really excited to have him here on the podcast um, and just thank him for taking his time out of the day, out of the busy conference to sit down with us. So how are you today, Brandon? I'm good, man. It's good to be on this beautiful campus. Great day. Um, and, you know, love talking to folks about sports and community work and uh Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah. So just to start, can you tell us a little bit like what your title is and what you do? Sure. I am the senior director for social impact, diversity, equity, inclusion, and player programs communications at the NBA. Yeah. So um, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, um, Brandon has a little bit of a different story than we're used to from getting into the sports world. So um, could you just tell us a little bit about how you got into the sports world and kind of what brought you here? Yeah, so my background is in government and politics. I worked in uh, campaigns since I got out of college uh, up until about two years ago when I came to the league. Um, and that's Congress members, senators, presidential campaigns, um, and, and all of the above, trying to get um, work on behalf of communities like mine where I came from to try to get more investment, more resources uh, from, the, from the government and uh, from their elected officials. Um, during 2020, in the bubble, um, and all of the activism uh, and engagement that came out of that moment, um, I really got connected to the NBA. I've always been a fan of the NBA. I've, I've loved the game since the moment I found what found out what a basketball was. But uh, it really had a lot of overlap into the world I was currently working in. The guys really wanted to find a way to use their voice and use their platforms um, to bring about policy change and to bring about things uh, in their communities that they were frankly sick and tired of seeing. So I worked with um, the Milwaukee Bucks a little bit during that um, you know, moment of protest in the bubble. Uh, but when the campaign was over, there, there came an opportunity with the league to do that full time. They had just stood up two new organizations, the NBA Foundation, uh, which is dedicated to economic empowerment in the Black community, focusing on Black youth from ages 14 to 24, and then the National Basketball Social Justice Coalition, which is the advocacy arm of the NBA and focuses on policy change in three key areas. Uh, who's that? So, uh, sorry, those are um, criminal justice reform, voting rights, and uh, policing. Yeah, so, like, as you were saying, like, you kind of now combined it, this idea of of policy and government that you've had a background in, but now you're working with it in sports. And I think, you know, a lot of times people think of sports and they just want to see what's on the court or what's on the field and have the players play, as they would say. But I think we're moving into an era, especially with social media, where athletes have so much power that it's really important that they use their voice. So can you kind of just touch on how you've seen social impact grow through sports and, and how you think it's going to continue to grow? Yeah, these guys are in a very unique position. They have enormous platforms, enormous followings, but they also care a lot um, about things that they saw growing up in their communities, things that they still see 
continuing to this day and they want to do something about it and use some of those resources, use some of that influence uh, to, to bring about positive change. So what we do um, from a coalition and foundation standpoint is build the infrastructure around them so they have the tools to really engage in meaningful ways. So that shows up differently for different players depending on what they want to get involved with. But, you know, we have guys that uh, voting rights and, and voting access and, and, and really understanding the ballot is really important to them. So we identify pieces of legislation, whether that be federal legislation like the uh, John Lewis Voting Rights Act is something that's important, but also locally and local markets. Um, a good example is Carlin for the town that Minnesota got behind a, a restore the rights bill uh, for folks who were formerly convicted. So they can once again be a part of the political process and be invested in the community in that way. And we really give them the tools they need to do things they're already passionate about, they already care about. Um, so, you know, the, the era of shut up and dribble is, yeah. is if it ever existed, it's surely gone now. Yeah, and I would say that's a good thing for the world of sports. So um, kind of as you've transitioned into sports, like what has been your favorite part about, you know, being involved in sports and playing or, you know, interacting with these athletes who have these huge platforms that you get to get to help every day? Yeah, I mean, the best part, the best part is seeing something come to fruition that, either the guys we're working with, folks at the league didn't think was possible initially, um, or or didn't think they would have either the time or, you know, the background information necessary to bring it about. Uh, that's that's really what we do and what we thrive and where um, I think we add the most value um, to our league is, you know, building out a path to all they have to do is walk down it, you know, to you know, make a meaningful change in a, in a criminal justice system that has not been effective really since its inception to make, um, you know, policing more equitable um, and, and, and more effective within their own communities. Like seeing, you know, through their eyes, because it takes, it takes a lot of time and energy uh, to get to the top of your craft in anything, but particularly professional sports. Um, and they don't always have the ability to dedicate um, what they need to, to make progress in a lot of these areas. So, you know, having us in place, something that I've spent my entire career doing, um, you know, to support them is really, really rewarding. For sure. And just to end off, like, as you've gone through different careers and, and now you're in the sports world, like, what is just a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's in college who has a passion that they want to follow? Um, you're, I'm sure you're good at something. I'm positive you're great at something. Follow that passion um, and it'll lead you to exactly where you want to go. Always put yourself in as many rooms as you can, as many situations as you can, and as many people from different walks of life because you never know when opportunity will come. Uh, my opportunity was unexpected, but I was certainly prepared for it by you know everything I did ahead of time. There's no job too small, no task too minuscule. Um, to attack with your best of ability and your work will show for itself. And uh, when your moment comes, you'll certainly be ready for it too. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you sitting down with us and just 
giving us your insight, your story, and we love hearing about it. So thank you. Appreciate it. Good being with you, man. Yeah, for sure. And to all of our listeners, remember to follow us on Instagram at SBS underscore UMD to stay up to date on all the latest locker room podcasts and news. And uh, if you're not here at the conference this year, start thinking about it for next year. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.